Hello, Dog Days listeners and participants. Today is Thursday, August 19th, 2021, the 19th day of the Dog Days of podcasting. Yesterday, we talked about using radioactive isotopes for imaging. Today, I want to talk about a radioisotope imaging technique I think is really cool. Positron emission therapy, or PET. Some, sometimes people just say PET. This was developed at Brookhaven National Laboratory in Long Island, New York, in 1976. One version of this uses fluorodeoxyglucose as an analog of glucose labeled with radioactive F18, fluorine 18, meaning that a couple of glucose atoms are replaced with a fluorine atom in such a way that the body still recognizes it as glucose. This is done with a little bit of good chemistry. Glucose goes to places that are metabolically active because metabolically active cells need sugar. Tumor cells are very metabolically active. Thus, FDG, fluorodeoxyglucose, finds cancerous cells. About F18, natural fluorine is all fluorine 19 and it is stable. So F18 is synthetic. It's radioactive and decays by a pathway we've not talked about, but one that emits positrons. More specifically, it decays into oxygen-18 plus a positron. Recall oxygen-18 is a minor but stable uh, isotope of oxygen. Positrons are the antimatter equivalent of electrons. Whereas electrons are negatively charged, positrons are positively charged. Yes, Not only is antimatter real, in case you didn't know it, here it is being used in medicine. Once FDG finds the tumor, if the patient has one, the positrons emitted travel less than a millimeter on average before they will find an electron in some nearby atom. When it does, they annihilate each other. That's what electrons and positrons do when they meet. They annihilate each other and they create gamma rays, which can be detected by the gamma ray camera mentioned in yesterday's episode. The resultant image can can provide a 3D map of the tumor. Is that effing cool or what? Antimatter. On top of this is another fact. F18 has a half-life of only two hours. This means that you must, one, synthesize the fluorine 18, and two, do the two-step chemical reaction to incorporate the F18 into glucose and purify it to the point where there are no toxic byproducts in it, and three, ship it very quickly to the hospital, and four, inject the patients. This is mind-blowing to me as a chemist. F18 is made using either a cyclotron or a linear, linear particle accelerator, Both do the same thing, they accelerate particles. To bombard a target, usually of oxygen-18 water, with high-energy protons, the F18 produced is in the form of a water solution of F18, which is then used in a rapid chemical synthesis of the radiopharmaceutical. Some hospitals have proton accelerators so they can make their own F18 on site, and then it doesn't need to be shipped. For example, Kettering Medical Center in Dayton, Ohio, which is near me. I'll just mention, I would love to do this chemistry and at least 
see this chemistry in action, I think is just amazing. I'm guessing there's robotics involved to be able to do the synthesis, synthesis and isolation and everything so quickly. Note one, sodium fluoride 18, a salt, can be used as well. It will go to bone so that bone tumors can be imaged. Note two, beginning in August 1990 and continuing throughout 1991, a shortage of oxygen 18, the raw material for FDG, made it necessary to ration isotope supplies. Israel's oxygen 18 facility had shut down due to the Gulf War, and the U.S. government had shut down its isotopes of carbon, oxygen, and nitrogen facility at Los Alamos National Laboratory. I don't know why. Probably they were planning to. Leaving Isotech, a company called Isotech, as the main supplier. Guess what? Isotech is basically where I work now. The company technically doesn't exist anymore. It was acquired by the company I work for. I actually work at the old Isotech site. Other isotopes can be used for PET. Car uh, carbon-11 is common. It, it is produced by bombarding nitrogen-14 with protons to give carbon-11 and helium-4. Nitrogen-14 and helium-4 are the most stable common forms of both those elements. Carbon-11 decays to give boron-11, a positron, and a neutrino, which is a tiny, nearly massless particle that tends to just fly through everything without interacting. Carbon-11's half-life is 20 minutes, so you have to work even faster using it. Nitrogen-13 is used also for PET and has a half-life of 10 minutes. Also used is oxygen-15, copper-61, rubidium-82, and others. Rubidium-82 has a half-life of 1.2 minutes. How in the world do they make this and incorporate it uh, into someone that fast? Again, I would love to see this happen. Some of these are so short that they're obviously produced on site. And they would have to be where the patient is. What distinguishes all these isotopes is that they, they decay via a pathway that produces positrons. Numerous compounds that bind selectively to neuroreceptors of interest in biological psychiatry have been labeled with carbon-11 or fluorine-18. Some bind to dopamine receptors, serotonin receptors, opioid receptors, and other sites and have been used successfully in studies with human subjects. Studies have been performed examining the state of these receptors in patients compared to healthy controls in schizophrenia, substance abuse, mood disorders, and other psychiatric conditions. I'm really stuttering a lot, I apologize. Last paragraph. Pet technology can be used to trace the biologic pathway of any compound in living humans and many other species as well, provided it, it can be radio-labeled with a PET isotope. Thus, the specific processes that can be probed with PET are virtually limitless, and radio tracers for new target molecules and processes are continuing to be synthesized. There are already dozens in clinical use and hundreds applied in research. Like I said, I'd love to do this chemistry or at least see it being done. I could go on and on about this. I found a whole bunch of other fascinating stuff, but I think that all gives you the general idea. Again, I apologize. I really stuttered a bunch. 
probably not real fun to listen to. Okay, bye-bye.